Welcome back. Joining me for a look at the equity space is Aniki Van Royen from My Wealth Investments. Thank you so much for your time, Aniki. So much to look forward to this week. I mean, uh, could uh, this week be the biggest test for the winning streak uh, for the winning streak that the markets have seen so far this year? Yes, Sanati, um, as you rightly say, there's, there's so many economic numbers coming out this week. But the most important event that everybody is waiting for is the FOMC. Um, the announcement, everybody's expecting a 25 basis point rate hike. But the more important thing is the forward-looking statement. So it all comes down to what Jerome Powell will say in his statement and whether he will hint that he's going to hike that terminal rate or that uh, the rates will stay higher for longer. That, that is, in a nutshell, what these yeah. markets are waiting for. Other than, of course, ECB plus yeah. BOE, where we're expecting um, 50 basis point rate hikes from both those banks. And we, luckily, the market's already priced in that those two banks will remain hawkish, which uh -huh. they should. Uh -huh. But uh, the Fed will be the kingpin this week. Ah, all right. Well, let's go into some company uh, news that did come out of the local market. Let's start off with uh, low-cost retailer Pepco. So, of course, just in addition to the retail um, numbers that we've been getting uh, recently with kind of a mixed bag of sentiment. So Pepco saying that group revenue uh, for the three months ended December uh, grew by 6.5%, talking about the impact of load shedding on uh, that performance as well. What was interesting for me is that as much as they say that 91% of the sales that they generated were cash, you really kind of see the, the, the trend that we're seeing on the macroeconomy where cash sales only increased by 1.8% while credit sales rose by 21%. What were your takeaways from that trading statement? Yes, um, unfortunately, South African consumers are under pressure. Um, they, they're bearing the brunt of the higher inflation and the higher interest rates, and you can clearly see it in these results. So not only that, also load shedding still has a massive impact on the SA retail sector. So and I don't see any improvement in that situation soon. So I suppose taking all of that into consideration, it was still a, a satisfactory result, the market market was happy with that result. The share price didn't get punished. Yeah. So I think it's the new stores and the Brazilian acquisition that actually helped Pepco to uh, still have that 6.5% increase in revenue. Yeah, all right. Market satisfied with that performance, but not with the performance of NAMPAC. Or the rights issue, I'm actually not sure exactly what it is that the markets aren't happy about right now. Let's start off with those numbers. So they also released a trading update, uh, giving information also on the uh, proposed capital raise. So let's start with the numbers. Top line, growth of over a fifth. Uh, but also you're not seeing that optimism filtering through to the bottom line. You did have operating profit being hit by the significant foreign exchange losses and finance costs. What are you making of that blend of numbers within NAMPAC? Yeah, the market wasn't happy. The share price was down in excess of 12% at one point. Uh, I think it ended down about 11.5%. All I can think is the fact that they've reduced the, the number of the rights issue from, um, what did they reduce it by? About from, a billion. Yes, half, half, half a billion from 2 to 1.5. 
Yes, yes, yes. So, and yeah. they need to to make a payment on one of their revolving credit facilities before the end of March. And that payment's one point three billion, and they need that right rights issue for the sustainability of their balance sheet. So, I suppose the market is telling us that there's liquidity concerns in the short term if that if that rights issue is less than they initially said it would be. Yeah. Um, also. It removes a lot of their uh, operational flexibility in the short term. I think that's the main reason why the share price came down. Yeah, indeed. Anike, um, I saw that they're closing down uh, some, they're exiting some of uh, the units over there, um, including uh, one in Nigeria. I'm just trying to think what it is, the general metals in Nigeria. Do you think that they could do more on that front in terms of ex exiting underperforming units? I think that probably will be wise of them to do yeah. so, and we might we will see more of that in future. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's get into SPA. Uh, they are doing some shuffling there. Um, so really trying to get their affairs in order in terms of leadership and governance issues. Where are your confidence levels right now on SPA? I mean, is it... Is this governance issue just one of the things that confirms why it's been a laggard in that food retail space? Or is there still hope seeing that they're really trying to clean up house? Definitely is the reason why it's been lagging because Spar is a very strong brand name in South Africa. Mm. But it's very unfortunate when a company with such a strong brand name runs into these corporate governance issues. And personally, I don't invest in companies where there are corporate governance issues. So I think the market will take a wait and see attitude and see now who will be replacing that CEO. And people aren't going to go rushing back into the share. Definitely um, sit back and wait and see what's going to happen there. I think in that specific sector, the, the favorite pick is ShopRite. Yeah, indeed, indeed. I'm with you there, Aniki. Well, let's get to your stock pick for today. Zanati, I'm going to go for um, Anglo-American PLC, Global Diversified Miner. And everybody is familiar with the company. I don't have to explain who they are and what they do. But the reason why I think they deserve a spot in any portfolio is the fact that they are a supplier of metals and minerals that are needed in the transitioning away from fossil fuels. So I know the market's very high at the moment. So I would like to start buying in five tranches and I'll do it in increments of 20 rand. So every 20 rand down, you buy another tranche, but I think you can start, yeah. All right, well, thank you very much for giving us that insight, Aniki. That was Aniki Van Royen from My Wealth Investments.